You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Great, great, hallelujah, fantastic. It's good to be together again, and you're welcome to this broadcast, Taking Territories. Today we're going to be looking at, continue, we're going to continue with our teaching, our series, we started a series called um, rooted and grounded in Christ and today we're going to be talking about faith faith okay the power to endure faith is the power to endure many times we think about faith just as what you can use to get things from God although yes that's what it is but faith there's much more to faith so I want to look at uh, the book of Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1 and let's let's read Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1 it says therefore leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ let us go on to perfection not laying the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God all right so faith toward God this it is the basics is the elementary principles of Christ and you need to be grounded in the basics really um, we're living in a time in a time right now in the world everything is so uncertain there's so much instability there is um, so much happening um, imagine we, 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 we went to bed at one time in one world and we woke up and the world had changed completely, completely. So because of the pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic, the things really changed. Uh, what do you do when you're living in a time that things are so uncertain? This is the time for you to reinforce your foundations in Christ. So faith is one of the major foundation stones. It's one of the major foundation stones that will help your life to remain stable, to help your life to, to be able to handle um, the uncertainties that we face today and, and whatever is going to come tomorrow. So one of the things that faith does is that it helps you to approach God. The Bible says in Hebrews 11, 6, it says, He that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So as long as you are coming to God, you need to have faith in God. So there is faith towards God and you. You need to exercise that faith towards God. But the unique thing about this faith is that it has the power, it has the ability, it has what it takes within it to help you to endure. You can endure a lot in life. There's actually nothing you cannot endure if you are well grounded in the faith. Okay? So the faith that we're talking about this is the faith that 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 would help you to go through all the odds in this world all the odds of life 
because life has some from time to time life will throw some curveballs at you and and uh, if you are not strong in the faith you can find yourself down you can find yourself out completely so don't lose faith don't lose faith faith is vital faith is vital for you in your walk with God now look at the scripture if you look at the scripture, let's look at uh, the book of Hebrews chapter 11. In the book of Hebrews chapter 11, there's so much that is said about faith here. You know, um, so much is said about faith. And you find that um, uh, there, there are certain qualities. I like, the, I like the, the life of Moses. Moses had a particular kind of faith. And his faith was not just for receiving things. All right, Moses' faith was not just for receiving things. And um, um, uh, verse, verse 23 of Hebrews chapter 11, he says, By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw, uh, they saw he was a beautiful child. They were not afraid of the king's command. And then he says, By faith, Moses. When he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. You, you, you see that? Do you see that? Verse, verse, um, verse 25 is a key verse. There is a kind of faith that Moses had that made him to make this kind of choice. Choosing rather to suffer affliction. He chose to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. So sin has pleasure. Sin is pleasurable. Otherwise people will not be doing it. All right? And, uh, but Moses made a choice and the Bible tells us here that what enabled him to make that choice was faith. And this faith made him to suffer affliction. So when you, when you have this faith, this, there is a power, there is an inner power in you. There is an inner strength. There is an inner ability when the faith of God is working in you. That you can, um, you can uh, go through affliction. It gives you the power to endure affliction. So that's the faith I'm talking about. This faith is unique. This faith is the faith that was demonstrated by the early church, you saw them, you know, um, the way they lived their lives, they had this faith that was working in them. Many Christians today don't have the backbone. They don't have the backbone to face affliction. They don't have the backbone to face contradiction. They don't have the backbone to, you know, to face opposition. But yet, faith, the faith that we've received has within it the power of endurance. It has within it the power for you to continue to stand and endure whatever it takes. I love this faith. 
Love is faith. So this is important. It's important for us to be grounded in this faith. We need to be rooted in this faith. Why? Because the time is going to come. Things won't always be. Things won't always be um, um, uh, as predictable. Sometimes there will be things that might not be predictable. There are things that you didn't plan. Sometimes things can be tough. Sometimes things can be rough. And if they go rough, if they're tough, guess what? You are in the faith. Faith keeps you stable. It helps you to remain stable. So that's the faith I'm talking about. That's the faith I'm talking about. The faith that this guy had. He made this quality decision. He made the decision and he decided, no, I'm not going to go through, um, I'm not going to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. I would rather go through affliction with the people of God. I'd rather go through affliction with the saints. Do you know that there are some people, there are many Christians today that cannot even stand for their convictions. Peer pressure will not allow them to even say they are Christians. They cannot even defend the name of Christ. That's a lack of faith. That's a lack of faith. Alright. So you, we need this faith today. We need this faith. This is conspicuously absent in many circles in our generation today. And so I'm bringing this message and I want you to, to receive this faith and let it be stirred up in you. This faith is not allergic to affliction. This faith is not allergic to hardship. I remember many years ago, I was going through some stuff and I began to seek God because I, I, I thought, I thought, okay, I must have really missed God. I must have really missed God. And um, so I was praying and I was seeking God. Asking him, Lord, speak to me, show me. Because I know there's nothing wrong on your side. It must be me. I must have missed you somewhere. So I began to pray. I began to seek God. I began to ask God to speak to me. God said, what I'm seeing? Is contrary to what you promised me. Okay. So I began to pray. As I began to pray. I prayed. I prayed for some weeks. Just like every day. You know. Just go before God. And I say Lord. I need answers. Uh, concerning this matter. And one night. I was sleeping. I remember that night clearly. Like yesterday. Uh, I was sleeping. And in my, in, my, in my sleep. It was about the third week of me. You know. Seeking God. Uh, in my sleep, I just heard 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 3. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 3. Let me read it to you. You know, um, I was excited when I heard that because I knew that it was an answer to my prayer. Okay? And so I was excited when I heard that God had answered me. Let me read it to you. I'm sure maybe some of you know it already. It says, You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Christ. Can you imagine that? 
what a disappointment it was for me, you know, because I thought, okay, God is going to speak to me and then, you know, things will just change like that. No! God was saying to me, no, you did not sin. You are not going through this because you sinned. You, did not, you are not going through this because you missed me. Because I was saying to the Lord, Lord, I'm sure I sinned somewhere. Show me my sin so that I can repent. And then, or maybe I missed you somewhere. Show me where I have missed you so that I can rectify and realign myself. You know? And so that was my mindset as I was seeking God, you know, praying prayerfully, seeking Him, you know, diligently for answers and the behold the answer He gives to me. You therefore, as a good soldier of Christ, endure hardship. Uh, that was not the answer I was looking for. But guess what? That scripture, that voice that spoke to me in my, in my sleep, I woke up in the middle of the night, I heard that voice from heaven as a good soldier and your hardship. I just knew that this is the answer I've been looking for. And what happened? It did not change my situation. But it changed my attitude. It changed my attitude to the situation. And so more faith. My faith was stirred up. And I was ready to go through much more. And I did go through much more after that. But you know, I knew that it was the will of God. I knew it was the will of God. So I was able to endure. Hallelujah. So faith gives you the power to endure. It gives you the power to endure whatever it is. Whatever it is, whether it's from the enemy or whatever, whether it's from the world, wherever it is from, it might be something you don't like, but it is, it is permitted by God. So uh, this faith will enable you to endure those things. Endure those things and go through Whatever you need to go through. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? So you see that faith is more than just. Uh, it's just is, is more than just receiving things. Uh, although that is a place for that. When we, we, it's by faith we receive. Even, uh, even salvation we, we receive it by faith. And our walk with God. The gift of the Holy Spirit we receive by faith. But I want you to also see that faith can enable you to endure affliction, to endure hardship, to endure challenges, to endure persecution. The Bible says that, that um, in this world we're going to have persecution. They that live godly will suffer persecution. So what does that mean? Does it mean that when you are being persecuted, that means you are out of faith? That means you lack faith? You don't have enough faith? That's why you are being persecuted? No! On the contrary, you are being persecuted because you have faith. It's faith that enables you to endure. Makes you to endure. It's the faith. It's by faith that Leah Sharibu was is able to endure, to endure the persecution. She's been, she's been uh, taken captive by 
a terrorist group in Nigeria and, and you know she has been in captivity all because of her faith and guess what she refused to deny Jesus Christ what is that that is the faith that gives power to endure she is able to endure imagine such a young girl able to endure it is faith that's the faith we're talking about that's the faith that was very common in the early church and is very scarce today we need the faith to come back in the church we need to have the faith that endures the faith that endures contradiction mm. so what are you ready to go through for your faith what are you able to handle for your faith what are you able to suffer for your faith faith gives you power and this faith remember is in Christ Jesus it's not I'm not talking about willpower no no I'm not talking about positive thinking no that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about faith in Christ yes we need that kind of faith we need that kind of faith to continue to manifest in our lives because guess what the world is gonna hate the church more and more and more the world is gonna hate us more and there's nothing we can do about it because they hated Jesus our master our Lord our Savior and our friend they hated him you know but guess what they're gonna hate you and I as well and but we need the faith to handle that kind of um, um, hostility the enemy is gonna stare people against you because of your faith I have you are you ready to endure are you receiving the power to endure because your faith has within it the power to endure the power to endure all right so when you when you start seeing certain things you know because of your your faith in the Lord don't be quick to to think that the Lord has abandoned you don't be quick to think that you have missed God you might actually be going through that because you are in the will of God you see so my mindset before I started seeking God and thankfully I saw the Lord and he spoke to me I could have just concluded that you know that I missed God and then started making decisions and taking certain steps like that and I've seen people many people they're going through stuff they don't they just begin to make decisions you know they just use logic two and two together and they've not heard from God God has not spoken and they just make decisions major life decisions why because they lack the faith that brings the power to endure there is a faith that empowers you to endure to endure whatever it is you are going through yes so as a good soldier of Christ part of God's training part of God's training is to take you through endurance tests you know you have to go through rigorous testings from time to time and it's part of God's um, uh, 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 process of preparing you 
so that he can use you in a mighty way. But if you are addicted to ease and you feel that everything you're looking for, you know, just what is easy, you, 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 you're always going for the path of least resistance all the time. Now, I'm not saying you should start looking for hardship all the time. No, but there are times that God will, will purpose for you to, do, to go through certain things. And you need to understand that, yes, it's important. It's important for you. It's important for you to go through those things. So, um, now, when God, why would God, who loves me so much, because some people will be saying, Lord, but if you love me, how come you allow me to go through this? Actually, it's because he loves you that he's allowing you to go through it so that you can be processed in order to be rewarded. So you can be rewarded. So you need to have faith. You know, it's a faith towards God, but then it is also faith in God. Faith in Christ. Alright? So, you have faith in his love for you as well. Have faith in his love. Why? Know that he loves you no matter what. The Bible says, what shall separate us? Or who shall separate us from the love of Christ? And the answer is nobody. Nothing can separate us from his love. Okay? So, have faith in the fact that he loves you. And he'll never stop loving you. No matter what, he'll never stop loving you. So, have faith in that. So, it doesn't matter what you're going through. If you have faith in Christ and you know the love of Christ. In fact, let's read that scripture in, um, in uh, Romans chapter 8. I want to read that scripture in Romans chapter 8. And uh, we see it there in verse um, 34. It says, no, 35 rather. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Who? Who is it? Come on. Show up. Who has the power to separate me from the love of Christ? And may that person please stand up. If you can separate me from the love of Christ. <laughs> there is no one. Okay. Then he says, shall tribulation. So the fact that you're going through tribulation does not mean... That you've been separated from the love of Christ. That's what the devil would want you to think. But that is not true. Hallelujah. Or distress. When you're going through distress. Does that mean. Does that mean that. You, 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 the love of Christ has, has departed from your life. And God no more loves you. He now hates you. That's why you're going through distress. No. That's not it. Or. Um. Persecution. No way. So it's not tribulation. It's not distress. Neither is it persecution. It says or famine. Is it famine? Famine cannot separate me from the love of Christ. What about nakedness? Nakedness. Even if you are naked. He still loves you. Hallelujah. So do you have the faith to go through that kind of situation and still not believe the lie that God doesn't love you anymore? That's what we're talking about. What about peril? 
Will that, does that separate you from the love of Christ? No. We know the answer. The answer is no. Or sword. What about the sword? Or the gun today? You know, people are being beheaded for their faith in Christ. It, does it mean that they, the Lord stopped loving them? That's why they're going through that. No. So there is a faith that endures. There is a faith that gives you the power to endure. We need that faith today. Yes. Hallelujah. Mandebosukabaha. Yes. He says, as it is written, for your sake, we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. I love the word of God. You see, you need to be well grounded in this in this biblical truths so that your life can be stable. So that it doesn't matter what you go through, you're still strong. The enemy doesn't like, like you to be strong in times of distress. He doesn't want you to be strong in times of persecution. He doesn't want you to be strong in times of hardship. He doesn't want you to. Rather, he wants you to have a panic attack and then, you know, now, you know, um, throw in the towel and turn your back on God. That's what the enemy wants. But no, he says, verse 38, he says, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing. Can you see that? Whatever it is, even is created, it does not have the capacity to separate us from the love of Christ. You see? Yes. None of them shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Doesn't that give you, doesn't that give you a sense of security? Doesn't that give you a sense of comfort? Hmm? That you know that it doesn't matter what I go through. God still loves me. And God, I can afford to put my faith in him. And you know, that brings me to the next word. Not just faith. There is also the aspect of trust. Because faith is built on trust. So, if God loves me, if God loves me, why would he allow me to go through this? You need to trust him. You need to trust him. Yes. Trust in him. Many times I've had to say to the Lord, I don't understand what is going on, but I trust you all the same. I don't understand. I can't explain it. It doesn't make sense to me, but I trust you. I trust you. And guess what? God always comes through. He comes through eventually, and it now makes sense. It makes sense. Hallelujah. So I want to show you a scripture. Let's look at Proverbs. Proverbs chapter, um, Proverbs chapter 3. In Proverbs chapter 3, we see there that uh, the, the writer 
The writer makes a statement there that I think would, would fit appropriately even in what we're talking about. Yeah. It says in verse 5 of Proverbs chapter 3. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. You trust him with all your heart. He says you need to trust him with all your heart. So in other words, even when you're going through things that you don't understand, okay, you need to trust God. Trust him with all your heart. Don't allow anything, don't allow anything to shake your trust in God. Your faith in him, your trust in him. So you have faith in God. If you have faith in God, you will trust God. You will trust God. And if you trust God, you are going to have peace in the midst of this situation. Alright? So trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in His power. Do you know that God has the power to turn things around for you? Whatever you're going through, He has the power. He's the omnipotent one. So put your faith in his power. Put your faith in his power. Trust in his power. Trust in his ability. His ability to turn things around for you. To turn things for good. I believe that this is going to help you tremendously. If you would just meditate on these things. Because it's part of being rooted and grounded in Christ. You cannot be rooted and grounded in Christ if you don't have faith in Him. And you don't have, you don't even trust that He loves you. You don't, you don't, you don't trust in His power to turn things around for you. You, you need to have faith. You need to trust in Him with all your heart. Not part of your heart, all your heart. So many times I've had to just rely, come back to the scripture. And I read it to myself and I talk to the Lord. And I say, Lord, I really don't understand, but I trust you. I trust you. I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. But I trust you. And guess what? It pays to trust God. It pays to trust God. But if you lean on your own understanding, if you lean on your understanding, first of all, I want to announce to you, in case you don't know, your un understanding is not perfect. Okay? Your understanding is not perfect. No matter how smart you are, your understanding is limited. It's limited and you don't have the full picture of everything. And because you don't have a full picture of everything, your understanding is flawed. It is flawed. So, if you Lean on your understanding that is flawed. Rather than trust in God, what's going to happen is that you might end up crashing. <laughs> you know, it's like someone that is, 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 is trying to rest his entire weight, the weight of his body, on a broom, you know. You put a broom, it's standing there, and now this broom does not have what it takes to handle your weight. 
the weight of your body. You want to lean on it. When you lean on it, what's going to happen? You will fall. You will fall down. So that's how your understanding is in many cases in comparison to God. Your understanding is feeble. Your understanding is not strong enough. Your understanding is not capable. Uh, it's not capable of handling everything about your life. So on the, I want you to know the limitations of your understanding. So because of that, you need to know what, how much of your understanding to depend on and how much of it not to be depended on. But when it comes to God, you can afford to put all your eggs in one basket. It's safe. It's safe. Hallelujah. So, um, um, I, I, when, I when, when it comes to things that I can't explain, number one, I go back to God. I say, Lord, I don't understand, but I trust you. I believe you. All right? I believe that you're causing all things to work together for my good. According to your word. That's what the Bible says. It causes all things to work together for good. Alright? To those that are the call according to his purpose. And because I'm called according to your purpose. And every one of us is called according to his purpose. So because of that. God is causing all things. Even the negative things. Even the negative things. He will cause them to work to your advantage and so that trust is important and you need to you need to meditate on scriptures like this so that it can help you in times of uncertainty in times of distress in times of persecution in times of tribulation all right very very important so when you trust in the lord when you trust in the lord What's going to happen is that the Lord is now going to stabilize your life. You see, you'll be like a tree that is planted. You're rooted deep down. So things will come and sway you. You know, the wind will blow. But you are still rooted. Your trust in God. Your faith is deep down. Deep down. That is what it will take for you to, um, to be able to navigate the uncertainties of our time. The uncertainties of our time. So trust. Trust in the Lord is important. Okay? So not only trusting in the Lord himself as a person, because we know we know that God is, is able. We know that God is, 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 is also not just able, he's also willing, right? He's willing to turn things around in your life for good because he's, he's told us that in his word. Then the next thing again is that we need to put our faith in his attributes, all right? His attributes. We know his character. Those scriptures reveal so many things to us about God. For example, God is compassionate. You know, God is loving. You know, he's long-suffering. Hallelujah. Yes. So even though we mess up sometimes, we don't get it right sometimes. You know, but God is constantly, 
constantly um, uh, loving us in spite of our imperfections. Isn't that wonderful? Doesn't that give you security? Doesn't that uh, uh, help you to be stable in your life? Hmm? Yeah. So that helps me tremendously. You know, come through things that sometimes you can even lose your mind if care is not taken. But guess what? Because of these things I'm sharing with you, I'm able to keep my head high above, above the storms, above the waters, above the, the circumstances. And that's why I'm sharing this. You need to stir up that faith, that faith that releases the power for you to endure whatever it is you need to endure. Amazing, right? Glory to God. So, I want you to know. I want you to know that. Um, let me, let me, let me, let me read a scripture for you again. Another scripture that uh, I believe is 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 vital. You know, uh, Jesus when he was when he was uh, preparing his disciples uh, before he, he he went to the cross. You know. In John chapter 14. Let me open. Let me read John chapter 14. In John chapter 14. He, he says to his disciples. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. So you see. That's, that's faith again. So things are about to get very very rough guys. But believe in God. Have faith in God. And also have faith in me. Everything is going to be fine. Yeah. It will be rough. But it will end up well. It will end up well. I want you to look at it this way. Think about it this way. Alright. Think about it like a movie. Imagine your life as a movie. Alright. So there is a script writer that has written the script. He's written the script. And uh, he's put certain characters, uh, certain characters, and, and 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 so on. And then there are some twists in the in the in the in the movie, you know, and things you didn't expect. You just see, oh wow, this is coming up now. Oh my God, no, this this. Don't worry, the scriptwriter, the director of the movie, they they're working everything out. It will still, no matter how it looks, it will still go according to the script. Isn't that wonderful? And that's how our Heavenly Father is. He's reading the script already. So it doesn't matter. Just know he has told us that all things will work together for good. So Jesus is saying to his disciples that, you know, don't let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God and believe also in me. Alright. So believe also in Jesus. Believe in God. Right? The script writer himself. And then believe in Jesus. Yeah. Who is who is the master director or you know whatever you would call him. And he's ensuring that everything goes according to the script. Now close with this scripture in uh, in Romans chapter eight. You know, in Romans chapter eight. So don't panic. Don't be. Don't be. Uh, don't be scared. You know that that uh, 
there's, there's a surprise that showed up in the movie. No, 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 don't worry. Everything will still be fine. It will still work out according to what has been written. Look at Romans chapter 8 verse 28. It says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God huh? and to those who are the called according to his purpose. Hello, are you seeing this, this promise? He says, we know that all things work together for good everything everything at the end of the day will work out to your advantage that's how the script has been written that's that's what has been determined it has been predetermined that the end result will be good so because of that you know it gives you faith to endure to endure the uncertainties, hallelujah. To endure the contradictions. To endure, you know, the you know, whatever it is that is showing up in the in the in the movie of your life, you are able to endure. Enduring it. This is the faith I'm speaking over your life. Lord, I pray that you will release this faith upon your people. In the name of Jesus, everyone watching me, receive that faith. In the name of Jesus, whatever was designed to break you, I command them to be broken. In the name of Jesus. Yes, receive the faith that brings the power to endure to the end. Yes, you will endure to the end. We are not unto them that draw back, but we are unto them that believing to the saving of the soul. We endure to the end, and the end is going to be good. Hallelujah. It's going to be advantageous. It will work out for good. It will work out for good. What the enemy has planned for evil will turn out for good. I'm excited about that, and I declare that it is well with you. Say unto the righteous, it is well. And I say it is well with you. Whatever it is. Whatever has come. In the past few months. Don't worry. God is working it out. It's all coming together. The script has been written. God has not lost control. No. Don't believe the enemy. Don't listen to the enemy. God did not lose control. Because of the twist. In the story. Huh? It's all working out for good. The outcome is going to be glorious. It's going to be powerful. Hallelujah. Let me just pray. Let's, let's just, let me just pray for you. If you are watching this and you, don't, you, don't know, you, you have not received Jesus into your heart, I want you to open your heart. I want you to believe. Believe. This is the time for faith towards God. Okay? You need to believe God. If you would say this prayer after me um, in faith, if you say it, if you believe it, the Bible says that Jesus came to die for us. He went to the cross. He died and rose on the third day to give us life. So we're going to pray right now. Say this after me. Why don't you say this? Say, dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart that he's Lord. Jesus, I open my heart to you. Come in and make me a new person. Thank you, Lord. 
Amen. Now let me pray for you. Father, I pray for uh, my brother, my sister. Uh, just pray this prayer. Lord, I ask that you would move in their lives. I ask, oh God, that you would that you will uh, uh, manifest yourself to them. I ask for the reality of the new creation to dawn upon them. Let your kingdom come upon them. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Fantastic. Thank you so much for watching. Spread the message and spread the love of God. Hallelujah. Spread the faith and encourage, use this message to encourage somebody. All right? God bless you real good. We're back here next week, same time. See you. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.